When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. Me, Tom Allen. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Susie, um, what have you got on the air behind you? I wondered if you'd bring that up. Thank mm. you, Tom. We've got some bedding. You know how I love haberdasheries. Yes, Absolutely yes. love buying new bedding. It's not actually new. It's just um, some cream mm. bedding that oh. is uh, actually from the spare bed. Oh, the one I slept in? The one you slept in, dear. Oh, dear. Well, good luck with those stains. <laughs> Still washing it to try and get it clean. It's been washed since then. I've had to wash it six times. <laughs> yes, I bet. The smell is still in there. <laughs> Hot work. 90. It's bad for the environment, but we, we really need to clean those sheets. Yeah, yeah. A boil wash. Um, <laughs> I just put it in a big uh, sort of vat on the stove. <laughs> oh, lovely, yes. So that's what's on the air, Tom. We've just done some bedding washing. The thing is, this weather, whilst it has been sticky, very good to dry. Very well, good for drying clothes. Well, we've been taking the air outside because my washing... Well, I won't bore you with it. But no, Tom, you'd never bore us. What's up with the washing the line? The washing line goes across the, the seating area now. And, of course, it, it dangles. And also, I've got my potatoes there. So it dangles. So, Tom, I'm, have you have you ever thought about moving your washing line? Moving? I thought you were going to say. Have you thought about, you thought about moving? House? I'm so sorry. I have to sell the house. The washing line's in the wrong place. Washing line. I just could never get on with. Um, uh, I I could. Would you do such a thing? Mm, it's the sort of thing I I I imagine would take quite a lot of effort, wouldn't it? I don't have a drill. Without, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a drill. I'm quite, you know, incapable. Alice has a drill. We could bring one the next time we come. Oh my god. Of course, Alice has a drill. She's so yeah. competent. Yes. I mean, there is a stereotype about our people. But um, it's nice to see you're both keeping up your side of it. I'm not. Sure. I'm not. I'm not handy. Sure, but Alice is. Oh, Alice is great in a crisis. Oh, I bet. Or just in any sort of scenario mm. where someone needs to be a grown-up. I can imagine. Pencil behind the ear. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, the- like that t- Tim Vine bit. Have you seen that Tim Vine no, bit? No, what does he say? He he tries to, he throws a pencil oh. and tries to land it behind his ear. I, I haven't seen that for ages. Yeah, he used to do that as a set. No. Yeah, it, but, but that's what Alice does. She pops a pencil behind an ear. She's got a tool bag. She actually does have one of those really long tape measures. That's good. I want to get one of those infrared ones. Oh, they're good. Mm, I really want one. But do you know what I think are clever? Those things that people put on the wall and let you know if there's damp in the wall. <gasps> oh, I like machines. one of those. A damp monitor. Have you got um? Have you got a damp monitor? <laughs> have you got a damp monitor? Would you be interested in buying a damp monitor? That would be a great name for a club night. Oh. Damp monitor. Damp a lesbian monitor. night. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sort of night I, I would like going to, yeah. It would yes, be of kind course. of quiet. Do you think mm, there'd be people doing sort of stereotypical things? Well, um, I was in Glasgow on the weekend with the two. Oh, Clang. Clang. Such what a What did you do time. in Glasgow? Well, afterwards, we went... 
we went to find somewhere for food and um we ended up oh, going yeah. to a very nice place on the corner um of uh Sucky Hill Street and sure. else. but you see all the revelers don't you coming out of the <gasps> clubs or going to the clubs or between what what were the revelers doing tom well you know like taking chances crossing roads not wise oh or not wise and also the type of thing that would really worry you whilst you were tucking into a chicken pitter it was um i think well um it wasn't actually a chicken pitter it was a it was a um it was a sashimi platter um, oh, it was a it was a sushi place. A sushi place, yeah. I can't oh, I'm sorry. It's one in Edinburgh as well. Um, they were open till one a.m. They said. Oh, because sometimes after you've had a few pints, you think, do you know what I fancy? Yeah. <laughs> a dragon roll. Uh, well, that's exactly what I had. Oh, yes. there you go. I know. And you. a lychee martini. I felt oh, very, very. A lychee good. martini. Yes. Now, is that just pure booze? No, those ones aren't. Those sweet ones aren't. The right. classic martini would be. Because I've only had one of those once, and it's like at my house. Isn't it? Was it at my house? I think so. Mm. You, and, and you kept saying it's got to be cold. It's got to be really, yeah, really cold. Yeah, it's got to be cold. It's got to be really, really cold. Yeah. So, um, but they're really good, aren't they? Just the one. Yeah. It's like yeah, just the one is a lovely start to any event. <laughs> to any event where you're going to throw up at the yeah, end of the night. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. So what else were the revelers doing, Tom? They were walking around with their shoes in their hands, and they were girls. Girls, yeah. There was a man sort of dancing at the bus stop, but not dancing, like having a great time on his own. Oh. Moving. He wasn't part of a um, a silent disco that had lost its way. Oh, maybe. I think when we're drunk, aren't we all? Yes, because you put your headphones in and you don't care, do you? I do like you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for him. Mm. Mm. So there was lots to behold. But um, it was a lovely time, I have to say. How were your shows in Scotland? I had a lovely, lovely time. Lovely time there. Aberdeen first, then Glasgow. Aberdeen was lovely, but of course we picked the same week as a huge oil conference. So we're in a sort of... And there's a lot of crossover in your audience there, isn't well, there? Well, of course. Well, of course. And then next year, I mean... Is Edinburgh- your tour still sponsored by Shell? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, in Edinburgh next year, guess who's there at the same time? What, when you're doing your when tour I'm there? there? Yeah. You're going to have to give me some clues. That's far too vague. Taylor Swift. That's that's the clue. It's Taylor oh. Swift. Oh, you should message her and be like, fancy a drink after, babe. Do you think, do you, do you fancy a bit of sashimi after the gig? Yeah, shall I? I know a great place. I know. It's in it's in Glasgow, but we could you could you could jump in my car. Do you want to jump in the fun bus? Yeah. That's what I could say. <laughs> um, yeah, do you think she'd I be I think she'd that? be really nice. You know I love Taylor Swift. Well, you know I don't I know, know who she is. To... I wouldn't know if she came in and punched me in the face. Oh, you would. She's so beautiful. Is she beautiful? She's stunning. She's absolutely stunning. And she's and she really writes a great song. And also her document I'm really into her actually. Mm, her documentary is fantastic on Netflix. Oh, what's it about? See, it's about her writing it's about the writing process. She's got like a studio in her house and she writes she's like amazing at writing songs. All of her songs she writes herself. Mm. And she plays all the instruments. She's very clever. Hey. But the Does she all the instruments? Well, I don't know about all of them, but she plays. She can do all the stuff. She plays the piano really well. She plays guitar really well. I think she plays bass. Drums? She's like very... Karen Carpenter? I don't know about the drums. Mm. Like Karen Carpenter. Cymbals? The big cymbals? Yes, I think, yeah, just the big cymbals. What about the trombone? I don't know about, I don't know about any brass. Okay, that's a shame. I'd like to see her on brass or woodwind. Well, of course, when I saw Dolly Parton, she brought out a saxophone and had a go. She can play everything. See, there you go. That's talent. That's talent. But that's country music, isn't it? 
People play things. Yes, Taylor's the same, isn't she? Taylor's, Taylor's from country. Yeah. She is. Yeah, it's much more of a folk tradition, isn't it? Yes. And so her documentary, a big chunk of it is about her mm. being a country music Running star. Running away from gays. Running away, running from, away from gays. Uh, running away from gay men that are like, Taylor, I love you. Also, talking of stereotypes, we've really flipped here because you're mm. meant to be really into her. Well, I like to keep people on their toes. Well, of course. I like to keep people guessing. That's why you always give people those heels when they come mm. around your house. That's right. That's right. Stay on your toes. Keep them on their toes. <laughs> Ballet shoes, I do. Yes. <laughs> so a big part of her, the documentary is about her being a country music star and being political. Because oh, right. in country music, they're sort of, I don't know, traditionally sort of apolitical or Republican. And it's about her going against the Republican Party and all of her management being like, there's a lot of your base that would do this. And her whole thing is like, no, like the gay people support me and the Republicans are really going after gays. So I'm going to put out a statement that I'm supporting the Democrats. She support the gay. Oh, she supported the Democrats. And, and that she supported the, the gay and, and, and that she couldn't be an LGBT ally and, mm. and, and, and stay quiet. Because the state that she grew up in, there was someone that was like really right wing. There was like a pray away the gay kind of person. Oh, gosh. And so she and so actually, Tom, she might be up for a drink with you. Let her know you're gay. I'm gay. Come for a drink. Yeah. Say like, I'm gay. I'm really successful. Tom, you're really successful. Let her know who you are. Please. So don't you know who I am? I can't get a hotel room in Edinburgh. I don't know what I'm going to do. You can't get a hotel room in Edinburgh? Yeah. Have you spoken to the Mal? Um, the the the, the Malmaison. Oh, the Malmaison. Um, not the I, daily. Um, I have not spoken to them actually. No, I don't think I don't know. Um, we haven't actually looked, but they just looked. Okay. I just had a quick cursory glance, and I was like, because she's like an industry, isn't she? She like she's like part of like boosts GDP in places. Yeah, you know that she gave. She's got these trucks that go all over the world with her, and there's fifty of them that put the mm. fifty trucks that put the stage together, like these big lorries. And at the end of the American leg of the tour, she gave each of the drivers a hundred grand. Wow. Because they'd all been away from their family for so long. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. She is an, an enormous industry. Yeah. Maybe wow. you won't be able to get in touch with her. I think I'd better be able to get in touch with all those truck drivers. Yeah. Oh, you might be able to get in touch with one of them. Yes, you probably see them at like a sort of service station. Yeah, you might bump into one. Dropping off for a wee or something, or maybe using yeah. the shower facilities. Oh, a shower. Mm, I hope Taylor's provided something nicer for them. Mm. Yeah. Do you think there'd be a shower in the cab? Well, I think there might be in some of them actually, Susan. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. I, I think, think you they might, might be right. They can do things like that now. Your That's dad's probably thing. adapted cabs, isn't he, like that? Well, yes, of course. Dad works in the lorry industry, as friends of the show will know. Mm. Um, and yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Well,. I know he's done it many for horses, but has he done it for Taylor Swift? Well, I don't know. I, I think he would have brought it up if he'd said, oh, Taylor Swift popped around the yard. She had some requests. She had some requests on an MAN we're doing. What's that? An MAN is a type of, like, lorry. Oh, oh okay, an MAN. She'd like an MAN, I bet. Well, I suppose so. Do you think, because there was that thing, do you think she travels with like lots of homely things? Like, um, her say travels with a, a toilet seat. No. No, that was in the news. She travels with her own toilet seat. Well, because she doesn't want anyone else's asses on them. Exactly. It is quite strange when you think like. Don't think. Because with, with boys, you just, yes. you just shoot, don't you? You just shoot and hope for the best. Well. When you're having a wee. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Unless you're doing a sitting down wee, which I'm sure lots of people do. Some people do. Yeah. Some people do, and good for them. Um, but if you're a girl, you oh, yes. you have to always put your ass on the seat. Some I, I often hover, though, and I do think this is a little moment for the thighs. Well, that's good. Feel you know, burn. trying to find some... Yeah. It's just, it's just trying to find moments of exercise where you can. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. That's true, whatever you can do. But do you think, because I'm still imagining Taylor Swift popping around the yard. Sure, sorry, yeah, yeah. Dad, your dad has told the dog to get down. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have to apologise because the dog's gone so oh. mad at her. Are you all right with dogs? Are you all yeah. right with dogs? She'd say yes, because I think she is. She's I don't from know the if she's... countryside. Yeah, of course. And then he'd show around maybe one of the horse ones and say he could adapt that. Yeah, you could adapt this for your tour, Taylor. Is it okay for Queen Taylor? He'd just be like, all right, love. Yeah, that's I'll right. I'll tell you yeah. what you want to do. Right. And then he'd tell her what she should do on her tour. You would, yeah, but she'd probably enjoy that. She's probably got lots of sycophants around her. They're saying lots yes all the time. And Dad would go, you don't want to do that. That'll be a bastard to deal with. Don't do that. There'll be some bossy, you know, person with her. Gay. I was going to say gay, yeah. Yeah, I think we're both thinking it. Yeah. Um, He'll be like, Taylor, we're going to do this. Oh my God, you're so funny. We've got to leave Hailing Island now. Yeah, we've got to live Hailing Island. Is that what it's yeah. called? The, yeah, Havant. Um, yeah, Havant. They'd call it Havant. Havanta. We've got to get going. We've got to get to Nobu at seven. Yeah. That's yeah, that sort happen. of thing. And then, but I think she'd be like, well, as indeed I am, whenever I'm there, happier to stay there. Happy, happier to stay at mum and dad's. Mm. We've got the, they've got the spare room. I wonder if they'd put Taylor up. I'm sure they would. Yeah, but mum would say things like, oh, I don't know what she eats. I yeah, that's right. You would worry, wouldn't you? Mum would worry. She'd say, yeah. do you eat ham, Taylor? Do you eat ham? It's only way for thin. Yeah. It's only way for thin. Yeah. I can see you're only little. Do you have bread? That sort of thing. <laughs> She'd love it. I'm sure she would. I mean, I think that people do love that. I think it must be really oh. weird to be like super famous and have everyone being weird around you. It must be. And I imagine at all levels, everyone is like, I'm sure she's got like her hair, makeup artist. She travels with her team. Mm. But I imagine they're all like, I don't know. They're not going to be totally relaxed. Or maybe they are. But I mm. imagine they But do you ever do that where you think of like your favourite star and then you think, what if we were friends? Oh, God, yeah. Mm. I heard a great story about, and Emma, you're going to have to beep this bit out. Oh, that sounds a fun task. Oh, actually, no, I won't beep it out. I'll just not say her name and then I'll text you both saying who it is. So I was doing a job in Ireland and the people that were working with us, they were taking us around and showing us things. Anyway, someone on the team told us this story that this unbelievably famous actress was staying in Ireland where she was staying in the hotel the paparazzi got in. This is in like the early noughties. The paparazzi had got in the hotel and were on her floor. So it was really frightening. And this is like a mega movie star. So she called the guy who was like her driver, basically, to be like, I don't know what to do. Can you come and get me and take me to another hotel? So that he got her in the car, but there was paparazzi everywhere. And this is like peak paparazzi days. They, long story short, she went and stayed at him and his wife's house in like a little suburb of Dublin. Oh, lovely. Stayed there for a week because no one knew who she was. Well, the neighbours sort of twigged on who she was, but he was like, it's my niece from the States. And they were like, <laughs> okay. And they were like, people were like all sort of in on it, but like not telling the papers. And um, 
like sort of stayed there for a week with him was going to do like all different jobs in Ireland while he was while she was there she was driving him but like loved being in the family home that was like nearly 20 years ago they're all still really good friends and uh, he then later on became like not really her PA but like a guy that would travel with her he's like this avuncular Irish guy and he just like mm. would go on the road with her when she was doing movies and and uh, and just sort of go and check in for her, make sure that she had everything that she needed and was just like her guy. And like she paid him really handsomely. I bet, yeah. And they they ended up being like friends for life. And now I'm lovers? going to text you. Lovers? No, not lovers. I know I'm going to text you who that person is. Was because... there a man coming after her and she had to go and live in a cabin in the woods? Yes, that's the one. I've texted you who it is. Okay. I can't believe we talked about the bodyguard twice in, twice in as many weeks. Um, oh, hang on. Because I've got the, oh, hang on. Um, really? Yeah, great story, right? Oh, that's nice. I don't think I can say who it is because it was it was told in hushed tones over a Guinness in a Dublin bar. Oh, lovely mm. though. Yeah, lovely. But apparently an absolute babe. How good's that? Great to know. It's great it? story. Great to know. Oh, bless them. Bless mm. them. So, oh, do you know what I had to do yesterday? What? I had to have a bloody MRI. Have you been in one of them? MRI. MRI. Um, I um, did, it's funny you should say it, because we did mention it last week, I think, on the podcast. Um, and and then I ran into a friend of mine who's a radiographer. Um, shout out to Ewan, who I know listens. Um, oh, hi, Ewan. It wasn't him, though, because he lives in Edinburgh. Unless you went to Edinburgh for. Yes, I did. I nipped up to Edinburgh. Just got the nine-hour train. <laughs> it was worth it. How was it? How was it? It was very loud, Tom. But you know what? It did feel like a rest. I've had quite a busy week, and oh. I didn't mind the noise just to lay for a bit. Oh, great. Banging. Because it, yeah, it's just like... Like a fax machine. Sort of like you're living in a fax machine. Mm. It felt very 90s. And I didn't mind that because you know I love a bit of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they had um, to put me in like a brace, brace to do my pelvis. Oh, hello. Yeah, they had um, to like... This thing came out with Velcro. Oh, did they help you in it or did you just have to do it yourself? No, I was already laying down and they like trapped my pelvis in it. Because you know, my hips don't lie. I was going to say the hips don't lie, do they? But we are worried that there might be arthritis in one of them, which would be a real pain in the ass. No, and the hips. You, well, quite literally, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. for a They'll just give you a new hip, won't they? Just do, do a new hip for I can't have a new hip, not 37. Don't they only last like 20 years? Just look, you want to do that dancing? Yeah, no. Well, oh, I can't have a new hip. Not after everything. <laughs> not after all I've been through, can I? Well, I don't. Well, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, am I? I'm not a doctor. I didn't mean, I feel like I've, I've <laughs> set fire to this petrol. What would happen when I travelled? Would I, would um, I, would... I don't know. I don't know. Um, if, you, if you just get it done, I think it's quite, I think they're a very speedy operation these days. Pop what, to open one. me up and pop in a new hip? Pop in a new hip, Han. Oh, yeah. Han, I don't want that. You want to, well, do you want to do those hippie dances? Well, yeah, I do, but I just was hoping that physio could sort it. Oh, yeah, let's waggle a few crystals over it. Hope for the best. Whatever you want, Suze. Whatever you want. Listen, I'm not waggling crystals, although if if that sorted it, I'd waggle away. Mm, And a bit of sage. Oh, yeah. Get rid of the ghosts and, of course, my hip problems. Do you think anybody's ever burnt the accounting software sage by mistake, thinking that was good? (laughs) (laughs) No, of course not. No, of course, that would be ridiculous. You've smudged in your house, haven't you? You've been smudging lately? I smudged in Crete. I haven't done it here because I've only got fresh sage. I haven't, got, And I tried to smudge it, but it wouldn't burn. 
thing with sage. Oh, does it not? Good. I love sage. I love sage and like a cheese gnocchi. Oh, that's oh, that's fancy, Suze. What? Yeah, in but the- that's the thing. I have. I can be fancy. No question. What do you? What do you incorporate it into your actual? Noki, or do you just do no, it in the no? It would be Noki. It would be bought Noki. I couldn't. I could. Mm. I can't. I can't be making pasta, Tom. I'm a busy woman. No. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, I also wouldn't know where to begin. Eggs, flour. Yeah, it's a lot of um, potato. I think in Noki. Yes, I think it is a lot of potato Isn't in Noki. But it, yeah, it's it's lighter. It's lighter than you think it's going to be. Um, and then I would want to sort of pan fry the sage, maybe in butter. Oh, so, yes, that's lovely. I've um, said, we, we've said it before and we'll say it again. We'll see you in cardiology. We'll see you. Yes, when you get your hip done. <laughs> we'll see you in cardiology. <laughs> now, Tom, we've had a lot of emails. Oh. And people are getting in touch to, to let us know something. Hi, Susie and Tom, long-time listener, mm. first-time emailer. I was listening to Another Breast for the Bolero. To the part Mm. where Tom talked about the apron. I immediately called my sister Helen Maynard, who is a stage management lecturer at the Birmingham Royal Conservatory. Clang. Gosh, how does she keep cool in a conservatory? Well, I don't know. It's so hot in this weather. So hot. I hope she's got cane furniture. Oh, yes. And if you had leather in there, that would be a sweaty nightmare. That would be an absolute... (laughs) As you stood up. (laughs) Vile. And she confirmed that, yes, Tom is indeed correct. The thing that covers an orchestra is called an apron. Oh, God. Love the podcast so much. Like so many of your listeners, I often find myself chatting back to you. Bye, 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 bye. And that's from Hayley in Sheffield. Hayley in Sheffield. Thank you for getting in touch with your sister and um, and, and and for letting us know, for emailing that lovely letter. Gosh, that's nice to know people care. It is, isn't it? Now, we've had another we've had another email from Rachel. This is about Joseph in his Technicolor dream coat. Welcome. Hi, Susie and Tom. I wanted to email to add something you mentioned about Joseph in last week's episode. I studied Christian theology for a little bit, and oh, I loved no. reading queer interpretations of the Bible. Oh, lovely. I thought you'd be interested to know that there are some Bible scholars who interpret Joseph as a trans story. Because the original Hebrew word used for his special coat is used elsewhere in the Bible to describe a princess dress. Oh, how interesting. I first read this interpretation in the book Transforming by Austin Hartker, which I would really recommend. It's all about transgender Christians and the Bible. I hope this is of interest to you. I love the podcast. I always listen whilst walking my gorgeous Labradoodle. They're nice, aren't they, Labradoodles? Amber. Mm. Oh, I'm... And I often have to contain my laughter when we encounter another dog water. Bye, 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 etc. And that's from oh, Rachel. I thought Rachel, it was very interesting. That's very interesting. I like that idea of because you know I was well, I was talking. I've been doing this documentary. Oh yes, of course. Are you allowed to talk about that or not? Well, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been talked about. It's um, been talked about sure. It's been uh, and. We Tom is a documentarian. I'm basically a documentarian now. Yeah, I'll take it. He's taking over um, from Attenborough. I am basically David Attenborough. Um, I interviewed... Um, David Attenborough. David Bromleyborough. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and I was... We, as part of it, we interviewed Sandy Toxwig last week. Oh, did um, you? Clang. Clang. How was Sandy? She was very lovely and yeah, very she's knowledgeable. Great, isn't she? Um, so knowledgeable, in fact, that I started the interview by saying, well, we're celebrating 10 years of gay marriage. And she said, 
uh, ten years of gay marriage being around. I think I said, and she said, "Well, actually, I hate to tell you, but gay marriage has been record was recorded in the Mesopotamians three thousand over three thousand years ago." Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what she said, but it was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, of course," because I think we've. I mean, we do sort of see ourselves sometimes. As, as the first, as the, I suppose every generation always does this, don't they? Well, yes, but I was the first gay woman. I was the first um, gay man, as everybody knows. So that's, of course, um, but that would be interesting, wouldn't it, to explore that those Bible stories? Absolutely, very interesting. Thanks so much, Rachel, for I getting in there, touch. If there was a Steve as well as Eve, it would be that, interesting. That's the thing. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> wouldn't that be great if we found out Steve was actually there too? Yeah, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Actually, Steve was the snake. Steve, oh, well, I did think that. I thought that, and I thought maybe that was a euphemism. But then I don't know if it ties up with the rest of the story. What of the Bible? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyone studying theology, do get in touch. Let's have one more. Let's. Hi, both. I love your podcast for a long time. It's like sitting down for a brew and a gossip with pals. Mm. As a Mountview Academy of Theatre Arts grad in stage management and production management, I can confirm. Oh my goodness! Clang, 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 clang. clang. I've never heard so many clangs. It's like being on that trolley. Oh, <laughs> who that? sang that? Judy did. Judy, of course. See, bad gay. Good gay, bad gay. Bad gay. Um, yeah. It's an apron, and it's defined by Francis Reed in the Staging Handbook as part of the stage projecting towards or into the auditorium on proscenium stages as part of the stage in the front of the main house curtain. Gosh. I now manage all things operational at the Leicester Square Theatre. Hello. Clang. Clang. Hopefully our paths will cross at some point in the future. Bye. Bye, 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 Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. I wonder if we know anybody who went to Mountview at that time. Almost certainly. I'm sure I do. Almost certainly. No, Tom, you must go. You you, you, you need to documentarian. And, uh, I need to document some more um, queer marriages. You're basically a registrar now, aren't you? I was thinking I could register as one, but then I didn't. I think that you would be really good at that. I think something official. Yes. Mm. And you could like, have like a nice little outfit, couldn't you? Oh, Something you know popey, what? maybe? Oh, yes, very popey. That nice big hat. Yes, a mitre, maybe, a bishop's mitre. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, listen, you do you. Whatever you want, I'll support. Whatever. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What a lovely chat this has been, Sue. It's been really good. I'm pleased we're across everything. Hopefully, mm. everybody else is too, anyone that's still listening now. Um, now, little thing. My tour starts this week, so if people want to come, please do. Uh, great news. Great news. It's great pretty news. much sold out. Great news. Um, but if you want to come, please have a look. And then Lovely. there are a very small handful of tickets left of my show that's being filmed on October the 4th at the Bloomsbury Theatre. If you want to come uh, oh get the God. tickets soon, um, I'm very excited for that. If you are having an affair make sure that you've got seats at the back because you might be in the footage. Oh, good advice. Great yeah. advice there for all our philandering listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get in touch about anything we've discussed today, if you're a gay theologian, please mm. do. Or anyone please. else. We want to hear from you always. We're theologians. Yes, we love you. Hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. Straight theologians, of course, they're also welcome. Did you just say that? Uh, no, I just said queer. Queer, fine. Whoever. Whoever you are, get in touch. Mm. You're all welcome here. It's a broad church. Um, Not broad church. No, that's very sad, isn't it? Very stressful. Mm. Oh, God, have you watched The Sixth Commandments? 
No, is it stressful and sad? Oh, Tom, it's really sad. Don't watch it. Timothy's what is that? Fall. Thou shalt not envy kill. my neighbours. Uh, it's the cattle. Oh, I thought it was one about the cattle. Oxen. You won't shag your friend's cattle. You won't. You won't covet your neighbours. Uh, but does oxen. covet mean sex? No, that means it means want, like oh, want in a sexual sexual way. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was a. I don't know if it was a sexual thing or not. Actually, so. <laughs> just covet sounds I think quite. I think it was assumed. I don't think they. They felt they needed to put that in the in the commandments. Yeah, that that's probably assumed. right. Oh, I had such a funny exchange with our agent and friend Flo yesterday oh. when I was talking about the special recording, and I said I want it to sort of be. She's like, she was like, I'm thinking sort of jazz vibes of like how we're going to oh, light the stage and like I'm going nice. to get a neon sign and all that sort of thing. And I said, yeah, sort of like a lounge lizard. And she was like, what's a lounge lizard? And I was like, oh, it's like a really cool person that like is was like in jazz clubs in the in the twenties. And she was like, oh, I've never heard that before. And then I thought. Oh, I better Google it before Flo says to people, Susie's thinking sort of a lounge lizard vibe. Anyway, I Googled it. This is exactly what he said. A lounge lizard is a man who frequents social establishments with the intention of seducing women with his flattery and deceptive charms. Wow. Well, that's what so, you want. So that's what you're going to get. Turns out. <laughs> that's what you wanted. That's the look. That's what you deserve. That, uh, no. What would be the, I'm trying to think how that would be represented on stage. Lots of leopard skin, I imagine. Leopard print. Do you think? I imagine carpets on the wall, that sort of... Oh, yeah, grim. Mm. And mirrors everywhere. Lots of mirrors, yeah. Which would be terrible on stage because the audience would be able to see themselves. Yeah, to imagine how self-conscious. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Anyway, listen, Tom, you simply must go. You're four minutes late. Oh, gosh, I must go. You must go! I must go. But, well, lovely to chat. And I hope the... Um, the the tour going back goes great. Thanks, um, Tom. It's lovely to get back on the road. You know? Yeah, it is. I'm a bit nervous, but I'm excited. Well, I felt that after the summer break, but then, you know, you get straight into it, don't you? Yeah. Lovely people. I'll see you on Wednesday, Newcastle. Oh, that's going to be great, Suze. Sheffield on Thursday. <gasps> Birmingham Saturday. Not Sheffield Wednesday. The Biggies. Sheffield Thursday. The other football team. Yes, Sheffield Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good. No. <laughs> but listen, they're trying their best. Uh, right, darling, I'll let you go. Okay, well, I'll speak you. to you guys later. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b